This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Her boyfriend's best friend just canceled his wedding weeks before it's supposed to go down. And she's asking one thing now from this defunct couple. But she needs to know if it's fair. All right? Welcome to group therapy. That's where you step in. Uh, listeners reach out to Kramer and myself when they're going through something in their life. Because sometimes you just need an outside perspective. Somebody that doesn't really know you, right? So Kramer and I do our best. And then we turn to you so you can also help your neighbor too. If you ever want to be on group therapy, email me. Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Kayla from Towson. Good morning. Good morning, guys. All right. So what's happening? So... Me and my boyfriend, his name is Ben, we've been together for almost five years now. His best friend, Ryan, not the best judge of character or just judge of really anything, in my opinion, but <laughs> he had been seeing this girl, I guess they started dating like like this June, they've only been together for maybe four or five months. Well, they were supposed to be getting married. Oh. Okay. Yeah, in uh, the latter half of November, so like late November. And, I mean, he's been best friends, so I was like, okay. None of us really thought it was going to be a great idea or that it was going to last very long, but we at least thought they were going to get to the wedding, you know? Was your boyfriend supportive of this or no? Ben didn't care. I was like, okay, well, I, I mean, it's not my life, so whatever. But... They were going to get married in Idaho because that's where both Ryan and Ben are from. Yeah. And so, you know, we had to buy flights. We rent, uh, like reserved a hotel room and all this stuff. And it was literally only like two weeks ago. They're like, yeah, we called it off. And I have no clue where this girl went. She like disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, oh, God. But... Ryan's like, yeah, no, we just decided it wasn't going to work out, blah, blah, blah. So, like, good on him for not making, I guess, a huge mistake in his life. But sure. also, like, we all makeshift work together to plan this last-minute wedding, and now you're not going to have it. And a lot of us are out quite a bit of money. Like, just for the flights, we're out about, about a grand. Oh, God. I just, I feel like Ryan should compensate everybody for what like what he's done basically he basically cost us all a bunch of money okay and well what is, what is your boyfriend saying 
Well, my boyfriend's like, oh, I could never ask of that of him, or like, um, that's his basic thing. It's like, oh, well, like, I mean, he's going through a breakup. I could never ask that of him. And that's I'm like, interesting. They're best friends. I get it. They're basically brothers. So like, I don't want to give him that much crap about this. But yeah. like, dude, like. If we were going to, like, Hawaii or something, if this was, like, a true awesome destination wedding, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Fine, that's fine. You sure. don't have to pay me back for the thing. We'll just take a vacation. Yeah. Literally, we can just take a vacation. But I'm not... You don't want to go to Idaho? To Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> like, I heard it's beautiful in November. <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like Ryan should at least try to make amends financially in any way he can. Okay. Well, that's why we're here. So our phone number is 410-583-1065. Call us up now. I'd love to talk to two people. Obviously, if you've got an opinion on that, like if somebody bails on a wedding that you've already financially invested into, who's, who's the one that's supposed to be out on this? And I'm sure there's people listening too that have been in a situation like that where you've already put time, money. Non-refundable things non-refundable, take place. Yeah. Uh, gifts, whatever, that yeah. like you couldn't really uh, undo. And did you just bite the bullet or did you did you feel like you had a right to ask for money back too? Or that you were owed something? I just got back from my, my sister's wedding, this second first second wedding. Wedding celebration we're calling it. I, I understand about things changing in weddings because she had to change hers a lot. I don't think it, the bride or groom have any kind of uh, liability, unfortunately. I think that it's almost like an enter at your own risk kind of yeah. situation. I don't think you're wrong for feeling the way you feel, but I just don't think there's any liability here. Jess? I don't know if I would... Uh, if, if I was in, like, your boyfriend's situation... I don't know if I would be willing to ask my best friend for money after he just got like left and his and his heart broken. To be honest with you, and I and I, I think it when it comes to stuff like this, you do have to enter at your own risk. I think you have every right to be upset. I think he was acting recklessly. So Kayla from Towson, she um, her boyfriend's best friend basically just canceled a wedding, and and everyone was co- already on the fence about the relationship. And mm. so what she's wondering is, does she have a right to ask for her money back? I never try to buy the refundable tickets because they're more expensive. But in some situations, man, Kayla's boyfriend's best friend just had to cancel his entire wedding. Now her issue is she wants her boyfriend to ask his best friend for the money back. Right. So is that doable? And so what we want to do is talk to people that have had weddings that they had to cancel. Mm -hmm. And would that be okay in your mind? Because I'm sure there has to be some sense of guilt in your heart. How would you feel and how would you handle that situation with your friends? This is Angela and Savage. Hey, Angela. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. What Your your wedding was canceled. We canceled our wedding because of uh, differences between ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. how, How close to the wedding was it? Uh, we were six months away. Okay. So we already had all of the dresses, all of the girls, yeah, the guys. Everything man. was already purchased. I didn't think about the dresses and stuff like that, too. There's a lot of money that goes into weddings. So how did Absolutely. you handle that with your bridal party? So our bridal party did not ask for any money back. However, um, we did refund all of the girls in the wedding for their dresses. Oh, you did? Um, okay. We did. Uh, just out of a courtesy. But you I believe that when, whenever you have a wedding, the people who are in the wedding with you are the closest people to you. Mm-hmm. And so I would hope that they would be on your side no matter which way things go. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, sure. So, you know, those are the people that when things go bad, they, you know, those are the people you're going to depend on. How would you so. feel if one of your friends came to you? Let's say you mm-hmm. hadn't offered a refund. Let's just say that one of your friends had come to you and said, listen, 
I know it sucks. Hate it for you guys. Ugh. Listen, though, I'm, I'm out a couple grand because of this. Like, could we, is there a way we could talk about some type of reimbursement since it didn't happen? How would that make you feel in that moment? I think in the moment, it would probably be something that would be kind of a heartache because you're already going through something horrible as it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, we were lucky that we separated for a year. Um, my brother passed and we got back together mm-hmm. um, after the funeral, and we actually got married this year. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So we replanned an entire wedding. You still got um, those dresses? Nope, they all gained weight or lost weight this year. Hey, I mean, you know what? It's been hard on all of us, okay? (laughs) So we purchased everything for everyone. Oh, that's cool of you guys. That's cool of you. Because, you know, we wanted to make sure that it all flowed smoothly and you knew that we were doing this for the right reason. How'd that conversation go, by the way? Like, hey, guess what? (laughs) Guess what? Yeah, like, you know, things have been great and and life moves on and I I believe people grow. Yes. In that growth, you have different and I would hope that everybody who's on your team is still on your team, yeah. and they work for us. Congratulations, Dang. Angela. We're so, so happy mature. for you. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Emily from Aberdeen, good morning. Good morning. You canceled your wedding. I did. I was in a seven-year relationship and had a kid, and I found out he was cheating on me eight months before. Oh, oh my wow. God. Okay. So, I mean, there was still, like, a little bit of time here, um, but not... Yeah, was... so I just got done with all my bridesmaids, and we all picked out our dresses. Yeah. But I am the type of person who's a planner, so I had my wedding venue booked. I had yeah. my hairstylist booked. I had everything booked. All the deposits down, yeah. So that money, I'm sure, went to went to waste, yeah? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Did you did you have to do anything with the guests, though, that were there? Yeah, I already sent my save the date. So, did, so how so, did that go? What did you do? So my mom um, was very supportive and kind of took that over and called for me, so I didn't have to feel awkward and have to explain the story to all 200 guests. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. Um, but my friends were very, very supportive, and they were not worried at all by the financial stress because they know exactly what my situation And honestly, if they're your true friends and they're friends that are in your wedding bridal party for a reason, then that's how it should be, in my opinion. Unless it was rocky, and then you know you're not a very good friend, and then you're mean about it, but you know, I offered to figure out what they want to do to sell them as a package together, and they were all like, don't worry about it, and they were very understanding. How would you feel if Kayla, or even Ben, her boyfriend, uh, came to you and was like, hey, listen, would you mind? We already paid for these flights. Could you like help us out with, with some of the money in return? It depends on how they ask it. So if they worded it like that, no, I would not mind. Okay. Um, because okay. I understand. Well, then maybe it's not the worst idea. Then you know, if we're over here but saying that, would that but would that leave a weird like kind of feeling on the friendship, Emily? If one of your friends asked you for their money back, like, would you kind of feel different from here on out? It depends on what time it was. If it was like the day after I'm dealing with it all, then I would basically be like okay, can you work? Like, I have bigger things to worry about right now. Okay, okay. Um, all right. That's but fair enough. I think if it was a couple weeks later, then no, I would not mind. Okay. okay, cool. So glad you called today. Thank you so much for that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac 
walk on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now creamer and jess mornings on mix 1065. We have so much to talk about today, I don't even know where to start. I know. It's a, it's a purple Monday, Ooh, I'd say. I, say. I would say so, Jessica. What's going on? We'll start with the 6 o'clock club. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Anybody that's awake first thing in the morning here in Maryland, we just want to say good morning to you. See how your weekend was. Anybody got some big news from the weekend that want to share with us? 410-583-1065. Text us. Veronica, good morning. Brian, our Lyft driver and Dundalk. Darren, the flight attendant, beautiful Beverly. Johnny E, Sarah and Stu. Lori, good morning, Mr. W. Uh, who else is up with us? Cheryl, Kenny from PA. So many text messages about Justin Tucker yes, right now. Yes. Uh, good morning to our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Uh, Cowboy, good morning. Lisa, Kansaker and Canton Karen. Uh, good morning, Adrian. Still a very tired teacher. Good morning. <laughs> Terrence, uh, Faith in Violetville. Uh, Michelle J in Glen Burnie. Stephanie in Nottingham. Chuck E and WB in Glen Burnie. Happy Monday. 410 583 
106.5. We'll get to all the Justin Tucker stuff here in the top three. Yes. There's, that's a whole a whole thing in itself, right? Totally. What a game that was yesterday. Uh, the award for best friend of the week goes to Jess. <laughs> Jess wins the award uh, from my heart yes. this morning. Yes. I told you that last week, I mean, it was two weeks ago, that on my trip up to PA, I found this Mexican hot sauce called Valentina. Mm-hmm. And I get back here, I went to four different grocery stores trying to find it. Couldn't find it anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Got a lot of Tabasco sauce, but that's all I could find, right? Yeah. I'll be damned if yesterday I don't get a text from Garage Boy, Jess's, boy, uh, Jess's boyfriend, with Jess holding a bottle right here in my hand now, a Valentina, mm-hmm. the best hot sauce. The biggest bottle I could find. This is a large bottle. I will never go through all this, but thank you. Yes. Um, where'd you finally find this thing? Man, shout out Streets Market in Bayview, a really, really good grocery store, but they have all the salsas, all the spices, all the things that you could possibly need. Just came through mm-hmm. once again, so thank you very much. I really yes. appreciate that. The nicest gift ever. How was your weekend? All it, things considered, good? So much fun. I finally went to Cheesecake. Garage Boy took me on Friday. Surprised do, me. Do you know the, the backstory behind the Cheesecake Factory? Jess and I have um, been going back and forth about it. Yeah. Jess no. really wanted to spend our one-year show anniversary mm-hmm. dining at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, because I don't really, I, I honestly never ask for anything. <laughs> I really, I'm just like laid back, it is true. do whatever. And this was like the one battle that was like, this is mine because I've, I've allowed you to have so many. And it was taken from me. <laughs> and so it caused a huge issue on the show. And now I will never go to Cheesecake Factory with you ever again. I'm only going to Cheesecake Factory with my parents, my sister, and Garage Boy for the rest of my <laughs> life. That's it. So we went on Friday, super fun, and we went to the Trifecta Food Festival. Yeah. Oh my goodness, fun. such a fun time! Where was that? Uh, in uh, at the fairgrounds in Tamayam, oh, cool. and I finally got to try a Mexican on the run. It's a taco truck I've been following forever, <laughs> Just and I. I think I scared them because I flipped out when we got up there and I was like, what What just happened to me? Like, why did I lose my mind right now? How'd you find them in the first place? Well, because I'm always like looking at Mexican food in the area. Yeah. I'm, honestly, there's so, I have like a different, uh, you know how you can save stuff on Instagram? Yeah. I have a whole like food category. Okay. I'm always looking for different food spots I can go. Yeah. And I've been searching like Mexican food tacos or whatever and I've been following Mexican on the run for like months now and they, I I always miss the location because they announce the day of where they're going to be. Right. And I'm like, I'm doing something. I can't get there in time. And I, when I found out that they were going, honestly, they were probably like like 75% of the reason why I wanted to go because I knew for sure I would see them there. Yeah. And I get up to the thing and I'm like, you have no idea <laughs> how long I've been waiting for you. He's like, like, uh, like, chill. You want tacos or nachos? Or- no, they were super sweet. It was awesome. And they That's followed fun. me on Instagram and I flipped out. I was like, ah. Jess gets really excited over little things sometimes, and that's that's fun. I'm glad you got to meet your your favorite taco truck. Yeah, my taco crush. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> what happened with your weekend? Text us 410-583-1065. Do not change your radio. The Baltimore Top 3 about to be lit. So would you pay money for Michael Jordan's used underwear? What? Because somebody <laughs> did, and you're going to be shocked when you find out how much money they pay for these things. Details next in the Baltimore Top 3. Mix 106.5. It's Top 3 with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number 3. In a wild final minute in Detroit on Sunday, Justin Tucker kicked the game-winning field goal from 66 yards with seconds left in the game, pushing the Ravens to the 19-17 victory over the Lions, giving Tucker the longest field goal in NFL history. Here he is reminiscing about the game. You know, records 
the, the individual ones, they're, they're all cool. But what I will personally take away from this moment is this team that, you know, trusts, like trust God, we trust each other. And that trust with two Zs, as Sam Cooke would so eloquently say, yeah, way to do your job. <laughs> and that's what we did. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. So classy, by the way. Yeah. And Tucker's kick, which bounced off the crossbar, yeah. was set up by Lamar. We have to acknowledge that. Who completed a 36-yard pass to wide receiver Sammy Watkins on the 4th and 19 to push the Ravens near midfield with literally seven seconds left in the game. Next up, the Ravens will be at Denver, taking on the Broncos this Sunday at 425 p.m. I'll tell you the coolest thing about yesterday for me, because I had just gotten home, so I was kind of keeping up the game on my phone. And... All of a sudden, I'm sitting here, and I hear, I hear my door open, my sliding glass door to my patio open, and I just hear, like, the most crazy, like, almost like, 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 tribal yell. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah, Garage Boy and I watched the whole game. I was a mess. I've never been stri- more stressed out ever, and he came across a meme and was like, Ravens fans probably aged 10 years in the past three weeks yeah. because every single game has so, been so stressful. So tight, right? The whole city literally went nuts, and I could hear all of it from Fed Hill. It was fun. Number two. Somebody in Maryland won big money over the weekend. A 66-year-old man uh, won a million dollars in a scratch-off ticket he bought at Perry Hall Convenience Store. The unidentified winner bought a $20 instant ticket at a Dash Convenience Store on Bel Air Road, and it was a top prize for the cash scratch-off that first went on sale back in November of 2020. The winner, who was staying anonymous, got the second to last of six top prizes on the game and of course the convenience store also gets a thousand dollars for selling the winning ticket so if you have a friend that just won a million bucks tell them to call the show so we can talk to them about it (laughs) number one a pair of michael jordan's used boxers were on the auction block over the weekend and a fan literally paid over twenty seven hundred (laughs) dollars for mj's used undies They probably weren't stinky just because they came with a dry cleaning tag, but according to the listing, they showed evidence of, quote, definite use. And while you may think most people probably wouldn't want these things, think again because there were 19 bids for the boxers. (laughs) The used boxers were provided by Jordan's friend and bodyguard, uh, John Michael Wozniak, who appeared in the the Last Dance documentary. You probably saw him on there. And he also provided some suits, coats, uh, and dress shirts for the auction. But whoever copped these undies, are you wearing them or are you framing them? Like, what's the purpose? of that. I guess if you're like a big Michael Jordan fan, you know. Would you ever? Person, I'm trying to think like whose underwear would, would I you, even want? You know what I'm you saying? Know? Like what celebrity would I really just you, be like? Yeah. <laughs> like I gotta have those. Yeah. I can't think because to me that's just gross. How much would you pay for Lamar's underwear? No, I don't want Lamar's <laughs> underwear. Come you on. know, because he's especially athletes. That's what I'm saying. Like Michael Jordan. You know those are nasty. I, I get the fandom. I get it. I just don't know what you do with it. I guess so you frame many, it. Like get a tie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Get any, a shirt. any other, any other piece of clothing. Yeah. And we're okay with. It just gets weird. Yeah. When you go with the underwear. This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right. And thank you for being here, by the way. There's a lot of things you could be listening to right now. Mm-hmm. But you're right here on the local radio show, built and made just for Maryland. So we appreciate you being here. But it's not made for is Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's not true. We love everybody in the DMV area. We, we do. But, the, uh, you know, we always say that 
every neighborhood mm-hmm. has th- that one house. It's, no, it's just the crazy neighbor where like something's always going on in the front always, yard. Always, always something. Everybody kind of peeks through the blinds. Like when the hell's happening down the street now? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how we kind of feel about Pennsylvania on this show. We love them; they're great neighbors, but they're just there's always something happening up there. And to prove it to you, literally, we started a segment called PA So Cray Cray. And it's not like I have to seek these stories out very hard. These are just the most bizarre stories, because trust me, we know that we aren't perfect and something's always going on over here, but it's just, the, the what's, what happens in PA is just random. It's so weird. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. what we do is, whenever we get one of these stories, we're like, what the hell is happening in Pennsylvania this morning? Let me introduce you to uh, a PA resident. He's 19 years old. His name is Melvin Glick. Okay. Melvin Glick. He, um... Just driving down the street. Yeah. And uh, he crashed his Chevy sedan mm-hmm. into a utility pole. Oh, no. And kind of flew out into a field, right? Sad, right? What would you, what would you do? What would, just the first thing, what would you do if you were to crash your car and then kind of fall out into a... What, the first thing I would do? What's the first thing you would do? The first thing you would do after call getting... Call for you, you call for 911, right, right? Right, right, yeah. Okay. Our friend Melvin up in PA did not do that. No, no. Apparently, what Melvin did was decided to um, fire five bullets into his car. No. <laughs> so, by the time the, the police arrived, nobody was there, but they just found these these shells laying around in muddy boot prints all over the hood. He shot his car. Yeah, he He's literally... like, how he, dare you do this yeah, to yeah, us? he shot his car. Uh, okay. So the police finally caught up with the, with our buddy Melvin, and uh, he's like, yeah, I did. I shot my car, and I did it because I was very upset about crashing it. Yeah. So they were like, well, we got to give you some tickets for this. So he got careless driving, operating vehicle without insurance. Oh, no. He got accident involving damage to an unattended vehicle or property. Yeah. He got immediate notice of accident police because he didn't even call the police. Yeah. And then he disregarded traffic lanes. He was not, though, if you notice... He was not charged with actually shooting his car because since he's the legal owner of the shotgun he's that allowed? he used, and he didn't fire the gun at anyone. No, it was just or put at anyone his, in danger. His property. The spokesperson for the police department up there, the West Earl Township Police Department, said, "If somebody wants to damage their own property, they can." Oh, okay. So our buddy Melvin, five tickets. One of those not being shooting his own car. I mean, hey, just do it in your backyard, I guess. <laughs> I mean, what, <laughs> friends? We don't make up the news, we just report it. And once again this morning, we got to say PA is so cray-cray sometimes. Uh, Justin freaking Tucker this weekend, am I right? Like, yes. What? On its way. It bounces off the crossbar, and it's good. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. I mean, stadium goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Players go crazy. Our own Justin Tucker set an NFL record yesterday. Yeah, so with the game-winning field goal from 66 yards with seconds left in the game, he just made NFL history. It's crazy. So we were having fun earlier this morning. I want to continue it right now. What record did you set? Okay? What record did you set? And it doesn't have to be anything super official. I'm not expecting anyone to call in or text in with their, you know, oh, I was the Olympian champion in 1984. Yeah, I mean, it'd obviously, be cool. obviously, we were all not making 66-yard field goals or anything, <laughs> but I'm sure there's something that happened in your in your life that's special to you, you know? Give me one, Jess. What record do you hold? I hold the record of uh, sixth place mechanical bull riding weekend two, Maryland State Fair. <laughs> Get to air horn that one, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
just literally holds that close to her heart. Mm-hmm. Your very first Maryland State Fair. Yeah. And I'll be damned if Justin didn't walk away with sixth place. Overall weekend number two, day. baby. Mm-hmm. The record that I hold near and dear to my heart is that back in 2002, I was the state champion for our high school quartet. <laughs> Which is like Glee. It's like Glee, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the, the dorky kids that can kind of sing. I was not a good singer. The guys around me, so good. Hey, all you got to do is harmonize and know how to snap your fingers. That's what we did. And we had the most, I don't even think we were the most talented, but we had like the most charisma yeah. on the stage. Held that title, got this cool plaque, still have it up in my office. 2002 state champion quartet, this guy right here. So let's get the phones going some more this morning. 410 583 1065. What record do you hold? A text from the 410. We don't have a name here, but it says, I hold our family record for picking, eating the most crabs in one sitting at 18 crabs. <laughs> what? Hang on, let me air horn that. That's actually super impressive. That's a good record. All right, what else we got? Another text. Uh, maybe not a record, but I was the first. Um, I was the first to qualify. Oh, I was the first deaf to qualify on the USA Acrobatics wow. National Team. That is definitely a record. Actually, That's amazing. That is huge. That's a big accolade. We'll airhorn that one too. 410-583-1065. Kevin from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. What record do you hold? Uh, I hold the record, Guinness World Record, for the most pizzas made in an hour. The Guinness. What? So wait, you have an actual Guinness record. An actual Guinness World Record that I set in high school. And explain to us, how did this whole thing go down? When I was in high school, I worked at a pizza shop. And as a joke between me and my dad, because I could make pizzas really fast, they said, wow, you should contact Guinness. Mm-hmm. So just as a joke, I talked to the pizza owner. And they're like, well, what could happen? Send it to them. And they basically said, we won't accept one made in an hour, but we'll see how many you can make in an hour. So the owner sponsored it. Uh, it was May of my senior year of high school. Yeah. And we went in on a Sunday, and I just made a whole bunch of pizzas. How many pizzas did, you, made, did you make in one hour to be able to set the record? I made 93 of them before I ran out of pizza dough in 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Dude, that is so impressive. So what do you get when you get that award? Do they give you a plaque, you in the book, or what? So you don't guarantee to get into the book when you set a record because they pick only, you know, so many of them each year. Sure. Okay, okay. But basically what they did was you had to videotape it and have three prestigious people in the and, uh, and the community be there to witness it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to send it all over to England. And it took about a year for them to get back to me saying, yes, it was a new record. And they send you a nice long certificate and wow. letter basically saying that you have a record. That's amazing. That is impressive. That is like literally like a 66-yard field goal of pizza making. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, dude, that's <laughs> legitimate over there. Thank you so much for that story. Hey, Kai from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. What record do you hold? So I had the record in my high school for the most three-pointers made in one game. Dang. Wow. Okay. What's your high school? Uh, Queen Anne's County High School. Amazing. And how many was it? It was nine. Dang, man. Like, to this day, do you still hold that record? Has somebody, one of these whippersnappers, come Uh, in and taken it? So, no. So, to this day, I actually still have it. And from what I've heard, the closest someone came was, I think, like two, three years ago, and they got set. Wow. That's amazing, Kai. Yeah, like, that kid's got to disappear. It's too much competition. (laughs) You can't. Do you call, like, every every game to see if you're still a champion? Because I would. (laughs) No, but my my brother went to the high school, so he kind of... 
kept me, you know, filled in. Every cool. game, I'd be calling, be like, anybody else beat that record or not? That's a cool one. 410-583-1065. Summers from our 6 o'clock club. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You, uh, you, you hold a record. What is that? I had the most digs my senior year on my varsity volleyball team. In two th- I graduated in 2003. Okay. Okay, now- please explain to me what a dig <laughs> yeah. is. It sounds really cool. A dig is... A dig is when you, like, they spike the ball over the net and you get it up so it doesn't hit the ground and you can volley back. Cool. And you did it. Yeah. And you had the most yeah. digs in My your varsity year. class. Now, was yeah. it of any varsity class ever or was it just... Um, just my varsity volleyball listen, team class. I should have said That's just. That's still a minute. No, no. Still, this is a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal and we're going we're gonna to air horn that one because it deserves one this morning. Thank you so Thank much for you. calling us. Thank you, guys. I love you guys in the morning. Oh my God, I love you love more. You Thank you, See ya. 410-583-1065. Michelle from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. What record do you hold? I have two. Okay. I work for for Dillard's in um, Chesapeake, Virginia, retail store. Yes. And I sold the most Southern Living cookbooks out of all the stores. That's amazing. Wait, out of all the stores? Yes. Dang. Yes. We're we're talking nationwide? Yeah, well, yeah, all the way, all the Dillard's are, yeah. Wow. Okay, so living. And, and what was, your, what was your, your trick to selling so many cookbooks? I just let them know that it was for a good cause, which okay. were for the um, St. Jude's organization. Uh-huh. I was also a top seller at the store for opening up credit cards and whatnot. Oh, my so God. This girl can sell anything. It just came easy to me. Amazing. Good. Amazing. Such a cool story. A sales superstar over here. You yes. deserve an air horn this morning. Thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. Madeline texted in and said, Maryland State team for the National Junior Horticulture Association and made Maryland first in the nation. What is horticulture? I don't know what that means. Like, like plant, plants? Really awesome plant stuff. I'm hey. sorry. I don't know too much about that, but I know it has to do with plants. Somebody Google and tell us what horticulture is. But, <laughs> hey, you're the first, baby. You put us in first, and we appreciate that. What else? Anybody else got something cool? Yes. Crystal texted in a little earlier, and she said, I hold the record for being the heavyweight and light heavyweight champion and amateur MMA in the Mid-Atlantic Region Women's Division. Dang, okay. 410-583-1065. You got a cool record you hold. It doesn't have to be like a sports thing. It could be a one you got from work. Maybe your family. Like mm-hmm. we talked to the girl that got the most crabs. 18 crabs. Picked the most crabs in her family. Yes. 18. 410-583-1065. Hey, Jen from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. What record do you hold? Um, back in elementary school, I actually got I got two running records, the 50-yard dash and the 800. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if the 800 is still there, but I know the the 50-yard dash. Somebody overtook my record back then. Who was it? <laughs> who was it? We hate um, them. I, I don't remember. I think it was someone who's nice. Okay, so we, we don't hate them. We love them. How okay. old were yeah, you? Yeah, someone no, is no nice. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? Um, I was like, God, probably like nine or ten. Look at you. The best day in your life. Still a champion in our eyes, man. Still, oh, yeah. You're still number one in our eyes, and that's yes. all that matters. You know what I mean? Thanks. Yeah, I love listening to you guys. You're the best. Thank you for calling us. Bye. Hey, Shauna and Easton, good morning. Good morning. What record do you hold? Um, I, When I was 16, I held three amateur athletic union uh, powerlifting records. Wow. Um, bench press was, I believe, 120. Oh, my Squats God. Squats were 
235, and then I had the overall, which was, I believe, over about 450, because I missed out on the deadlift by 10 pounds by a... Oh, that can, is so cool. You can still beat us all up. It's fine. Uh, what? Uh, what? Was this like a, a Guinness thing? Was this like a high school thing? Like, what was the action? So it, it was a high school thing. High school um, thing. Yeah. And what high school so did you go to? Powerlifting was the only type of sport that I really liked. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, what? Uh, what high school did you go to? Ken Island High School. There you go. Wow. Man, look at that's this. amazing. Champion on the phone with us this morning. A champion. A record holder. <laughs> That's a cool one. Thank you for calling us. That's Jess over here. Look at that. Is that a brand new Raven shirt you got on today? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen a that one before. A purple evening sale. $10 make you holla. You got it for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's legitimate. It feels like the most purple Monday ever in the city today. It is. I mean, you guys are beaming. We're beaming after the game yesterday. Let's get into it with the top three now. The Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore top three is brought to you by THB. Number three. In a wild final minute in Detroit on Sunday, Justin Tucker kicked the game-winning field goal from 66 yards with seconds left in the game, pushing the Ravens to the 19-17 victory over the Lions, giving Tucker the longest field goal in NFL history. Here he is talking about the game yesterday. You know, records, the, the individual ones, they're, they're all cool. But what I will personally take away from this moment is this team that, you know, trusts, like, trust God, we trust each other, and that's trust with two Zs, as Sam Cooke would so eloquently say, yeah, way to do your job. <laughs> and that's what we did, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. And it was a team effort. Tucker's kick, which bounced off the crossbar, was set up by Lamar, who completed a 36-yard pass to wide receiver Sammy Watkins on 4th and 19 to push the Ravens near midfield with 7 seconds left in the game. Next up, the Ravens will be at Denver, taking on the Broncos this Sunday at 425 p.m. I hope that I would be that modest if I just hit like set an NFL record. You know what I mean? It's all he about the so, team. Pay- so humble. I have a feeling, though, if I had a kick like that, I'd be running there like, did y'all see that? Like, did y'all see? I've had, I've like a thrown on. The best moment crown was on. the best moment was after that. Everyone rushes together and just like a yeah. huge group hug. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of them. I'd be wearing sunglasses during the whole thing. Number two. So, did you know there's actually a science behind the popularity of pumpkin spice scents and flavors? So, no, you're not crazy. Researchers at Johns Hopkins University say it has to do with your sense of smell and, of course, a healthy dose of nostalgia. It's the sense of those spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger that trigger warm feelings for the fall season that people tend to find comforting and irresistible. Smell has that special access to our memories and the fact that we get bombarded with pumpkin spice this time of year, it really starts to lock in those associations and keep those vivid connections going for us. So if you feel like you're obsessed, it's not your fault. I like it's just I already have friends that are putting up their their fall decorations, you know. I'm gonna go get some. I'm I'm I have the itch too. I already like, got all my Trader Joe like Trader Joe's candles, butter, whatever body butter, pumpkin tortilla chips for no reason. As a kid though, did you remember celebrating the fall as hard as we do now? Like I don't remember my mom putting out fall decorations. Halloween immediately. Halloween was a thing. We celebrated Halloween, yes, but we didn't celebrate fall. I feel like it's just one, like pumpkin, Halloween, pumpkin spice, yeah. anything. That's a new thing the last couple of years. Number one. Kelly Clarkson is officially back on the market. Court documents show that Kelly has been declared legally single. While she and ex-husband Brandon Blackstock are still settling the details of their divorce, 
A judge last month signed off that their marital status and domestic partnership status will officially end on January 7th of 2022, but her maiden name has now been reinstated. And Kelly filed for divorce from Brandon back in June of 2020, but she is currently paying him $150,000 per month in spousal support, along with around $45,000 a month for child support. I didn't realize she took his last name, so she was officially, like, legally... I guess legally. Blacksmith? Blacksmith? What's his name? Uh, Blackstock. Blackstock. Have you thought about that? I mean, listen, Jess and her boyfriend have been together for a year and a half. Yes, yes, We're not... There's no... This is not like me handing us something that hasn't happened yet. No, yeah, no. But have you thought about, like, are you going to take his name for sure? Yeah, but I'm hyphening it. So it's going to be... It's going to be, like, my... It'll be... Wow. My full name, my middle name, my, like, last name, and then hyphen his last name. Why... Why the hyphen? Uh, I love my last name and also just because like, and for some reason in our family, no one has had boys. And so I, I want to carry on the name if I can for my dad. Okay. All right. You know? I like it. Yeah. This is Jess and that was your top three. Typically cry at weddings. Yeah. I have to assume. Jess Obviously. cries over everything. Yeah. I was not a wedding crier until yesterday and the wedding was already over with. Uh, this weekend I went to my sister's second first wedding part two because part she two. yeah she had like a mini wedding obviously because of covid so this time she was able you guys were able to actually have more people there friends and family were there 170 people got together in georgia this weekend and it was cool it was my baby sister man yeah yeah and the first one was really it was emotional you know like seeing your baby sister in a wedding dress is like surreal. My dad, who's had cancer now for so many years, walking her down the aisle was yeah. like, wow, it's like a really surreal moment. Yeah. It didn't cry though. Part one, didn't cry. Part two, this weekend, same thing, didn't cry. Last night though, I get home and I had taken a couple pictures from the wedding. I wanted to put one on Instagram in honor of her and her husband. Yes. And I started to write the caption and I swear to y'all, all these tears, like out of nowhere, just and it was it was like almost an uncontrollable cry for like thirty minutes. Yeah, thinking about my baby sister. Let me re- uh, read you what I wrote here. If you don't follow me, you can get me at that guy Kramer on Instagram. I said, "Little Mags, aka Dramaggy, because her name's Dramaggy and she's dramatic, so I call her Dramaggy." I said, "Every night for years, I prayed for a little sister. It's all I wanted, and I mean, I prayed hard too. Against my original plans, there you were, because she was a." A whoopsie baby. That what we call her? A whoopsie baby? A surprise. A surprise baby. Yes. I said, I still remember holding you for the first time. It's one of the biggest, uh, I'm sorry, my proudest moments of my life, becoming a big brother. It's all I could talk about for weeks for anyone who would listen. And with my speech impediment, I said, she's here. <laughs> her name is Margaret. Aww. But we're going to call her Maggie. I re- remember everybody. I was just so proud to tell everybody. I said, if you heard me once, I hope tonight he'll hear me again. I pray that you and John have the happiest life together. That's her husband. You had to kiss a few frogs, but you finally found a great one. So amazing to watch the little nugget I first held walk down the aisle twice now this year. Yay. With tears in my eyes, I tell you that you made me the proudest big brother of them all. Thank you, little sister. I don't know why. But like as I typed those last final words, I was just, it all just came out. I feel like because when you're, because you were in the wedding too, and there was so much commotion leading up to and getting everything prepared. I think sometimes 
moments like that happen when you're by yourself while everything kind of sinks in. Yeah. You know, because it's such, it's it goes by so fast day of. It does. Yeah. It's kind of stressful in that moment and twice now, right? So that I think I finally started kind of decompressing last night. Mm-hmm. And that's what came out. So Yay. anyway, to my sister, who's now happily married with all of her friends and all of her family around her, I wish her and her husband the happiest of lives. My baby sister got married. It's still so crazy to me. This is going to be your wake-up call right now. There's something I know that's just burning inside of you. In Tucker's case, being a kicker, right? right. He went out, took a chance. He was a kicker. Look at him now, setting NFL records. But maybe there's something inside of you just burning to come out, and that's going to come into play today. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on our show, and it's just to get you kick-started into the... Kick-started? Jump-started into the week. Get ready for the week? <laughs> yeah, you know, get you pumped up. Either way. Yeah. Whichever way. Uh, hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. So my mom comes on and uh, just gives us a little motivation to get started, to get the weeks kicked off. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, So my mom and I, by the way, have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. It's on the Odyssey app. It's anywhere you get your podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. And it's a little bit of life. It's uh, it's a little bit more in-depth look at at, at me and kind of what's going on, but also like life in general and some feel-good stuff in between. So Certified Mama's Boy, add it to your list. I'd love for you to check it out. Uh, But mom, to get us going with Mom's Monday Motivation for today, what do we got? Okay, Henry Van Dyke. Use what talents you possess. The woods would be very silent if no birds sang there except those that sang best. Mm. We all have unique gifts and talents, Mm. and they all add to this beautiful, wonderful world we live in. And we need to use those and not be afraid of of competition or that we have to be the best at everything. You know, we're all good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And why like waste your life holding yourself back and keeping yourself in a box just worried about what other people may think of you? I feel like that's such a waste of time and you're meant to be here for a reason and you might as well just like do whatever you want to do instead of just being so afraid to see what you can do or what you're capable of and loving yourself Mm -hmm. for who you are. That's well, right. let me tell you a story of one of my friends is that she is a, I mean, she is an excellent singer, you know, like excellent. <laughs> like we're talking like, not like a karaoke bar, but like probably could have made something out of herself by being a singer, <laughs> but she never took the chance because she was always scared of what might happen if she yeah. did, you know? Yeah. And like to that, I really, I, I always wonder like, will you look back and will you say like, <laughs> I wish I would have, you know, like that's, I think the last thing we all want to do is to be later on in life and been like, man, should I have taken that chance? Should I have used these skills? But I'll like, I'll even like one up that cause I get it. Like, let's say that you're like, I'm going to go be an actor or whatever. I'm going to like, I've got a family of three, like maybe not the most responsible thing to do, but could you find something to use your talents in other ways that still fit into the life you've already built. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, if you want to sing, maybe you don't have to be this huge superstar, but doesn't mean you shouldn't sing because singing feels good. If it's singing, I... painting, dancing, whatever that yeah. is, your special talent makes you feel good and you don't always have to convince yourself that you're supposed to be this version of whatever that may be to fulfill that void for you. Yeah. This is your wake-up call right now. Like, it's time. Like, start looking into it now, how you can, like, bring that talent to us because we want it. And we need it. And even if you suck at it, it's okay. If it's still something you enjoy doing, it's that's what it's worth, right? Just do it. Have do it. fun. And kick back, enjoy life, and be you. There you go. Use those talents. Yes. All right. The, cert, uh, my, the podcast I do with my mom is called Certified Mama's Boy. It's over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And that is it for this Monday. Mom, I love you. Okay. Love you forever. Hey, thanks for listening.
listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.